Welcome to The Marissa Morrison Show, where you'll discover your inner power to create the life you desire. I'm Marissa, and I began my business as a 19-year-old, single mom, broke, and in college. Today, I run a seven-figure business that teaches entrepreneurs how they can have it all without the frustration and overwhelm. Abundance, peace, joy, and overflowing love are available to you. And I'm here to show you the way to a richer, more vibrant life that radiates into your business, bringing you higher profits and profound fulfillment. You see, when you connect with the miracle that is you, you become an unstoppable force that doesn't need to push for success. Consider this an invitation to step into a new world of possibilities, empowering perspectives, and radical breakthroughs. Buckle up and get ready to see the world around you in an entirely new light. This is your life, and you don't need to wait to experience your dreams. It all starts now. Man oh man, is today's conversation so needed. This conversation is going to encourage you and empower you in your life in relational manifesting. Now look, whenever I first began my own journey of building a life that I loved, I was so focused on my own energy and in my own specific vision. But as I kept going, I realized that there was a part of the manifestation process that most people don't acknowledge and don't talk about and really dig into the how of navigating relational manifesting. This is a term that I came up with on my own, and I am so excited to dive into this today because if you are in the process of manifesting your dreams, which I know you are, it's why you're tuning in today, and I'm so proud of you for that. You are so worthy of it, and I am so passionate about seeing you bring your dreams into your life because I know it's possible. I know it is because I look at my own life. I look at all the female entrepreneurs that I've worked with who were stuck and now live lives of absolute bliss. Doesn't mean that struggles don't come, but it means when they do come, you are equipped to navigate that terrain in a way that expands who you are versus contracts. And so this work is so transformative and it really has the power to help you live a life that you absolutely love. And so today we're going to talk about the untalked about topic of relational manifesting. And so before we dig in, I just want to remind you to be present with me. I think that it's so important to be present. We live such busy lives and we are constantly on the go. And I know that you are managing many different things on your plate today, but I also know that your time is valuable and I know that you are here for a reason. There's no accidents. And I know that in order for you to gain the most out of today's conversation, you've got to be present. You just do. You have to be here with me now. So take a deep breath, release the thoughts, all the things that you have building up that you might be worrying about or thinking about, and just for the next 20 to 30 minutes, come in this space with me and let's have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation so that you can leave our time together really having processed and digested all of the gold that I have in store for you. Okay, so let's dig in. First, I want to define what relational manifesting actually is because there's actually many different layers and varieties. And so we're only going to focus on one singular part of relational manifesting today. But let me give you that broad overview. 
So anytime that you have gone after a dream in your life and you've really focused on the strategy, you've got a really solid plan and you know what you're going after, the vision is clear and you are now working on your vibration, which I've talked so much about in the previous episodes, and you are focusing on your thoughts and your feelings, healing beliefs that are holding you back and really connecting with yourself, with source, with God, and you are really looking to embody this higher version of yourself and you're doing your best. You're keeping your vibes high and aligned to that future that you see for yourself. And then you come up to someone and they have a bad mood. Maybe they upset you and it throws you off. And so this is relational manifesting. It covers everything from scaling your business because, hey, if you are going to make sales, guess what? There's people involved. And so while you may be focused on your energy, the question is, is your offer actually needed? Are you speaking the language of the client? And so that's relational manifesting. It's not just you involved. It's the other people who are purchasing. Whenever it comes to raising strong kids who are leading the next generation, it's not just you. It's them too. Are you meeting them where they are? Are you focusing on just your energy or are you really working with their energy? When you're working with your family or with coworkers or building a team, every single element of your life is about relationships. You are working in harmony with other people in order to bring your dreams into your life. And really and truly, The best manifestations are those that also benefit the good for all people, which therefore includes other people. And so today we are going to focus in on the specific topic that I believe is of the most frustration. (laughs) It can be. And it's the one that really is going to help you begin to understand. It is the most intimate relationship you have, and it is absolutely the number one relationship that is going to impact how your life evolves. So if you have a partner or someone that you're intimate with, a husband, a wife, someone that you are sharing your life with and you are wanting to co-create a vision together, that is what we are talking about today, how to co-create a life. And so we're gonna focus in on this specific element of relational manifesting, but relational manifesting really includes every single person that you come in contact with on a regular basis. These people that you are interacting with, even those that you are not aware of on social media and whatever you are doing that reaches the masses, all of these people are involved in you bringing your dreams into your life. And so the more that we understand these relationships and we can support these relationships so that they are receiving good as you are receiving good, then your manifestation will manifest faster and with higher quality of fulfillment and freedom. So let's dig on in to building a life together with someone that you love and that you are living and sharing a life with. All right, so a lot of people, whenever they're talking about their relationships, you may hear like, oh, like my mom has low energy, I'm not gonna be around her. I've heard that actually in the last week, someone told me that. And, you know, while this can be true, we are definitely affected by other people, there are many sides to a coin. And I like to believe that there's the possibility that more than one side is true. 
And so I believe that, yes, other people do affect you and your energy, but at the same time, other people do not affect you. And what I mean by this is that you have the ability within your being to choose your thoughts and your feelings. You have the ability to choose to be triggered or to raise the vibration into a newer version of communication. You know, if you're talking to your mom, for example, and the vibes are low, you have the power to give life to the negativity or not. And so while it does impact you, it also doesn't because you are still the gatekeeper of your mind and of your life. And so when it comes to the people closest to you in your life, there can be a lot of sticking points. And in this conversation, we're talking about the people or the person, I should say, that you are spending your life with. So this person is not just someone you love. It's someone that you are committed to for the rest of your life. That is the vision that you hold. And I want to begin by saying when you're co-creating a life together, that has to be the number one vision is that we're going to be in this together for the rest of our lives. Because if that vision falls apart and you begin to not see them in your life, or if you begin to blame them, or if there is a resistance within the relationship, then no longer does the focus become about the two of you building one life together. It then becomes about separation and who's right and who's wrong. And so as we begin this conversation, just know that that is the number one thing is to remember that the vision is a life together. That is what is most important. Now, the first thing that you want to have here is a solid vision. And this is a shared vision that you can have or independent visions. And I have experienced both with my marriage. And so, for example, whenever Devin and I first got together, we built a photo and video team together. We serviced all of our clients. Our business was highly intertwined. Even whenever I was coaching, he was working a lot with the tech. And so we worked very intimately together and we shared one vision. As time went on, that transformed into two visions and that's okay. And so in the beginning of building a life together, which we're going to talk more about that. I'm not going to dive into the separate visions just yet. I have a portion here reserved for that. So we're going to get there soon. But the first thing is to have a solid vision and sharing that vision openly with each other. And I think it's so important we can get really caught up on what is our vision and really identifying that as vibrantly as possible in high detail. But ultimately, it's so important that you understand their vision and that you desire their vision as much as your own. It's about the harmony of the two or the one. And in the best co-creations, it's going to evolve into one vision. Right now we live on a ranch and that is what Devin is doing. And it has become a part of my vision. My days are filled with the ranch. You know, when I'm done with my work, I look forward to going out on the land and seeing the animals and celebrating what they're doing. His vision is a part of mine. And so the more that you can intertwine your visions, the better. Now, the next thing here is once you guys have really talked about this openly and vulnerably and honestly, then you can start to pick apart the pieces that work as a whole together. Because there may be some parts of the vision that may need to be postponed. This is another one of those things we're going to get into as we go. But it's important to come to a complete understanding of one another. And this is not a one-time sit-down conversation. This is something that should happen at least once a month 
perhaps even once a week, depending on your communication style and what makes both of you feel safe. If it feels uncomfortable and threatening to talk about it every week, that's okay. These conversations can be uncomfortable sometimes, but they can also feel so freeing and so liberating to release things that have been on your heart so that you guys can come together and share again in the vision. Now, once you have created a vision, the next thing is to create a plan. And this is the part where, as I said before, both sides are true. In the manifestation process, the strategy is important, yes, but ultimately it is even more important to surrender the plan, to allow evolution, to allow for change, and to be open to that change. As you're going through this, things may come up that feel inconvenient, but I promise you those inconveniences are open doorways. How are you going to handle that? It might be a test. How are you going to evolve through the unexpected? Because that higher version of you has already handled all of the unexpected in a way that is life-giving. So it's how you show up, even in the unexpected, that will determine the experience overall. And so being willing for the vision to change, being open to that evolution, because what I have found in the manifestation process is that my dreams happen. They always come to pass, but it's always a little different than what I thought it would be. And my guarantee to you is this, it's better. It's always so much better. It's like you picked out this beautiful gown for an event and you go shopping and you find one that's almost the same style, a similar cut, but man, this extra tassel or this extra element to the dress you never envisioned, but it's so much better than the original dress that you thought of. That's how the manifestation process is, is that you're going to be taken on a journey. There's going to be ups and downs. It's not going to go as you think it's going to go. But what is important is that you keep your vibration high and that you are always the one that is stable within because life is always evolving and changing. And so knowing that you're going to be okay no matter what. And even when the unexpected comes, you are still aligning yourself to that desired future and it's on its way. And what I have found is that a lot of times the unexpected is required because you're gaining wisdom and expertise and skill that is actually required for that next level. It can be so hard to see it though when you're in it. Now, as we're moving through this, one other thing, many things I'm going to go through here, but another thing that you want to think about in co-creating a life together is releasing expectations of each other. I think it's so common to look at your partner and expect them to be something for you, to do a certain specific chore or a specific response that's going to fulfill your need to be seen or to feel like you're good enough or whatever that inner work is that needs to be done within you. And a lot of my own relationship has been about that is realizing, okay, is this about him or is this actually about me? And whenever we release people from who we expect them to be, we actually allow them the freedom to be who they are. And what I have found is that the more expectations that we place on someone, the more resistance that we will receive. And so this creates division. This creates separation between you and that person. And remember, the number one goal here is to build a life together, to remain as one. And so the more expectation that you have on someone, 
the less likely they are to be open and vulnerable with you and really share their true feelings. And I think what's most important here is that you actually look for what they are doing that is good. It is what you will see more of when you do so. And so that needs to be your focus. How are they really putting in positive effort? You know, when perhaps they do something that you don't like, what was their actual intention behind the action? Can I see good there? Is there a way that I can understand their actions where actually it doesn't involve me at all, but it's something they are dealing with and maybe they actually need my support and my understanding. And so always looking for the deeper understanding behind the action, because when we're just looking at expectations, we're only looking at the surface. We're not looking at that individual through their entire being, who they are as a whole. And so seeing them as a whole being that is evolving before our eyes is the most loving thing that you can do and offering acceptance of who they are in that moment. Now in this realizing that we are always evolving, I can guarantee you that the person you decided to live your life with and who they are today or who they'll be in 10 years if you just made that decision are two different people. It is going to happen. You are not going to be the same person in 10 years. I can guarantee you that. And for me, like I said, I would share more of this with Devin whenever he had his traumatic brain injury, it happened essentially within a year. It happened really overnight, but we didn't fully come to that understanding until about a year after the injury. And so what I realized in that experience is that, you know, I was going to have to go through that anyway. He was going to evolve anyway. I certainly have. I am not the same person as we were whenever we first got together. No way. And neither is he. And I can't expect him to be. And so I'm thankful that we went through that together and that our love has deepened. But ultimately, you're going to go through that anyway. (laughs) Every few years, you are evolving into an entirely different person with an entirely different personality. And if you haven't seen that for yourself yet, live 10 more years. You're going to see it. It happens. And so this is not necessarily about a personality journey. This is a soul journey. And what I mean by that is our personality is the surface level of who we are. Our personality is not actually who we are. Our personality is made up of beliefs, attitudes, thoughts, feelings that we have on a regular basis. It determines how we show up, how we respond, and the energy that we hold. But as you know, the work that we do here is all about raising your vibration, which really has to do with transforming who you are, therefore transforming your personality into one that aligns with who you see yourself being and the life that you see yourself experiencing. And so therefore, you're going to (laughs) change. And it's not a bad thing. It's an exciting thing. It's an explosively freeing thing to know that you are expanding. You are evolving and it's beautiful, but so is the other person. And so your commitment is to the soul. It's to supporting them in discovering who they are, who they want to be, who they are here to become. And so that's the commitment here. And so as their personality evolves, that's just one part of it. It's the journey together in both of you evolving that makes the life so beautiful to where you can look back and say, wow, look how far we have come. 
Another thing that you want to do in relational manifesting, specifically in co-creating a life together, is recognizing limiting beliefs and offering support, giving words of affirmation and really supporting them in the change that they share with you that they are going after. This can be done in a really loving way. And I think one way that you can do so is by giving positive feedback first. So acknowledging all of the good before you give any criticism. I don't know about you, but you know, if you come at me with something, I'm not going to be open. You know, I'm not going to, I'm going to really challenge myself. Yes, of course, to be open and to see through your eyes. But if you come at me and you say, you know, Marissa, you have been doing such a good job. You have been showing up to those podcast episodes every single week. I know this was a new commitment for you that you didn't have before. And I just want you to know I'm so proud of you. But there's one thing that I also noticed that I think would really help you feel more fulfilled in what you're doing. Here it is. That, man, you just made me feel so seen and acknowledged all of the hard work that I've been doing. And it feels like you're about to give me something that's going to make me feel even better. And so that type of criticism and the way that you give it and the way that you help them see their limiting beliefs is everything. It's going to determine whether they're shut down and they feel attacked or whether they feel loved and supported. And so really making your message about lifting them up, seeing the good in them, that's something that you want to do every single day. And there's a difference in believing in the change versus fussing about the lack of change. You want to be the believer in their evolution, the believer in their dream, in their transformation, because what you give to them is what you will receive back. Not always immediately, but you will. And the other side of it is it's not just what you're going to receive back. The more you see in them, you will naturally see more in yourself because everything begins and ends with you. Now in this Obviously, as you are building a life together, you want to act as a team. You are team players. You're on the same side. You are building this life together and you are not choosing sides. You're a team. It's like, you know, maybe one of you have this big dream and it's going to take a lot of commitment and you're going to need a lot of support. There might be a part of the journey where you guys actually take turns on the dreams. Maybe for a few years, you're focusing on your dream. And then for a few years, you're focusing on their dream. But really, this comes in with that vulnerability, with that reviewing, hey, what is our vision now? Has our vision changed? Do we need to come back to the drawing board and create a new vision shared together? Because as team players do, they're always reviewing the steps. You know, they're coming together and they're saying, when they go right, you go left, you know? And they're building this vision of how they're going to handle the future. And so you want to be constantly doing that as a team. And as you do so, you want to stay in the right energy. And so what I mean by this is it's so easy. You know, in the beginning, it's like the romantic years and it's so comfortable. It's exciting. You're just your best self. You might be a little flirty all the time, you know, but 10 years later, that flirtiness, you don't feel the need to do it because you've already got them. They're already in your life. And so the way that you guys interact is going to evolve. And when this happens, a lot of times we can tend to start focusing on things that we don't like and the negative side of things and how their energy is bringing you down and all of these things. But activate the things I've talked about so far and watch your perspective and your experience change. And even more so, if you want to see that evolution of co-creating a life together, I want to encourage you to be the mirror. You are the mirror for the relationship. 
And so when you're looking at the relationship and the culture that you guys have together, the way that you interact together, it's not just the other person. You are involved in supporting and allowing the culture. And so if you want a loving and compassionate, forgiving, supportive culture between the two of you, then you have to be that first. You can't wait for the other person to show up how you want them to. You have to activate the things I've been talking about, but also make sure that you are an example of what you are desiring. And this is hard. This is breaking patterns, deep patterns within yourself. This is coming home to yourself and remembering who you really are so that you can not be offended and not be triggered and choose to show up in a way that aligns with what you really desire. You have to be the mirror. And one way that you can do this is by really, really spending time with yourself, developing your inner being, really recognizing what parts of you need to heal, what beliefs are not serving you and transforming who you are. Because whenever you realize deep within, and I've talked about this a lot, so I'm not going to spend a ton of time here, but I just want to say you are the stable element of your life. Nothing in your life is stable ever. Nothing is permanent. It's always evolving. And that's exciting. It's fun. It's thrilling. It's expansive. But for a lot of people, that can be a little scary. And so really understanding that the only part of your life that is stable is within you. And this is where you can have peace beyond understanding, beyond the circumstances. This is how you can show up as the mirror. But it does require that you do that deep inner work, that you spend time with yourself in meditation, through journaling, spending time alone, really reflecting on who you have become and who you would like to become. Now, I cannot stress that enough. I think in the manifestation process, we talk so much about all the material things we want to manifest and all of this, but ultimately the greatest manifestation is who you become, to be unshakable, to be so flexible that nothing can get you down, that you are able to face anything that comes and still be stable within yourself. Not to say that you shouldn't feel all the emotions. I've talked about that before. Every emotion is beautiful. And sometimes you need to cry. Sometimes you need to feel sadness or brokenness. That can be a part of your journey too. But at the end of it all, you know that you're going to make it through, that you're going to be okay. And when you rise to that energy and you raise your vibration to be the mirror, then you, I guarantee you, if you stick at it, you're going to see an evolution between the relationship as well. Now, one thing in this is as they're starting to share their vision, they might have really, really big dreams that freak you out. They might have dreams that you think are silly, that are just dumb, (laughs) maybe from your perspective. Whatever the case may be, never make fun of them. Never make small of their feelings because their feelings are real to them. It doesn't matter if you can see beyond it or if you think there's a better way to do it. It's real for them. And in the co-creation process together, you guys must support each other. And so this is where your words are powerful. Make sure that the words that are coming out of your mouth are life-giving and not life-taking. Words have energy behind them. And so you really want to ensure that you are being a supportive vessel, a loving vessel, and that you are bringing ideas and creativity. And when they're down, you are just being present with them, holding them where they are. I think a lot of times we're looking to fix the problem, especially if you're a woman. I know that's how I am. 
And I have learned that really sometimes just your presence, just being with them in their suffering or in their struggle is enough. And I think that really making sure that if you don't have anything good to say, as my mama used to tell me, don't say it at all. You know, make sure that your words are life-giving and supportive as you continue to revise the vision and return to the vision and evolve the vision. And in this, there is an element of selfishness with selflessness. It is possible to have both. I'll never forget one time I was having a conversation with Devin, and I remember it wasn't anything that I needed him to do. I was just sharing this idea or the way that I felt. I can't remember what I was sharing. I just remember how I felt. But I was sharing, and I could tell like he wasn't getting it. And I kept talking and talking and talking, and I kept trying to push like this understanding that I wanted him to give me. And then I had this realization and this download. It was like, only I need to understand myself. And it was such a freeing moment for me because there are so many times in a relationship where you want them to be everything for you or to fulfill a certain void or to understand a certain thing. And ultimately, what is most important in this journey is that you understand yourself. And when this comes up, you will know what I mean, because there are times whenever we seek this understanding and it's not actually really needed. Like they get it to the level that they can understand to the best of their ability. They get it, but it might not be the way that you get it. And that's okay too. It's okay for it to be within your own being. That is beautiful to be self-sufficient in that way, to nurture yourself wholly in that way. And in this, sometimes you'll need space alone. Sometimes you'll need time to process what you're going through. And that can feel selfish, but it's healthy to vulnerably, openly share that. But also there will be times when they need you and in that being selfless. And so really building a strong relationship with this idea of being selfish in the relationship in a healthy way, and then also being selfless. Both are required. Now, as you're going through this, these are some quote unquote, we'll call it strategies. Really, it's ways of being and ways of showing up that you can be the support in the vision coming to life and manifesting it together, being the energy together. But remember, evolution is inevitable. It is going to happen. Your vision will change. You should expect it to change. And remember, this is about who you are becoming together in the process. The vision will come, but I guarantee you it's always evolving. If you've ever had a goal and you hit that goal, what did you do right after? I bet you had a new goal, right? So it's always changing. It's always evolving. And sometimes things come up and there has to be change. And so make sure, I cannot reiterate it enough, to revisit the plan often, at least every month, really talking about it every night at dinner, you know, like as often as possible, talking about the vision talking about how their day was, what challenges did they face that they struggled to overcome? How can you support them in that? You sharing yours and keeping that line of communication as open as possible so that on a daily basis, you guys are evolving and growing in the vision together, that you are supporting each other together. Now, look, there's going to be times when you both get hurt. It's going to happen. Like I said, sometimes we do things and it really isn't about the other person. It's about what we're going through. I would say 9.99 times out of 10, it's going to be the case. I don't think that we, you know, when we hurt other people, a lot of times we're not intentionally like, oh man, I'm going to hurt you so good. 
you know, we're actually thinking about ourselves and, and we're struggling and we make decisions and people get hurt. But really and truly, it's the hurt people that hurt people. And so when someone hurts you, it's so important to have compassion for them, which can be the hardest thing. But when you do so, you can have forgiveness for one another. Because if your main commitment is a life together and co-creating a life together in this manifestation process, you are going to have times where forgiveness is required. When you don't forgive each other, separation develops. And where there is separation, there is resistance and the team is broken. It becomes you versus me. And so forgiveness is important in this process because remember, it's not about being right or wrong. It's not about how awful they were to you and so now they owe you this. I think when you are operating in a relationship, as I've talked about today, there will come a point in time where they come to you and say, I'm sorry. And it's really more important to mend the relationship than it is to point out how terrible they were. What's most important is to heal the relationship. And in this, trust each other. Trust the other person to have your back so that they can also trust you to have their back. Trust in the co-creation process of a life together is absolutely vital. It is so important. And the last thing that I'm going to leave you with here is just a reminder to remember in all of this, because like I said, a lot of manifestations are focused on material things. Maybe it's a dream home, an income, a dream job, a trip, an experience that you guys long to share together, which is beautiful. And it is deserving of being a manifestation you go after. Absolutely. If your heart is calling you to it, I believe that you are worthy of it and that it is meant for you. But at the same time, none of that stuff matters if at the end of the day, the most important part of the vision is lost, which is a life together. Remember, the vision is co-creating a life together. So a lot of times we'll get focused on the life, but it's actually the life together that is the vision. And so remember that in your journey. I can't wait to talk more about relational manifesting as it has to do with other elements of our lives and our journey. But this is the first chapter, as you will see as we go. Here in the coming months, we can talk more about it. I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to DM me and send me some ideas of challenges you're facing with other people in your life. I would love to make further episodes that are specific to your needs. As always, if you would be kind enough to give a five-star review and to leave a review of how this show has impacted your life, it is so meaningful to me and it helps the vision grow so that we can continue to empower other people to live a life of fulfillment. I love and adore you. I cannot wait to see you next week. I have so many exciting things coming this month and you are in for a treat. So I hope that you feel empowered in your relationships to manifest a life that is wilder than your wildest dreams with the one you love. All right, my friend, I'll see you next time here on The Marissa Morrison Show. Here we are again at the conclusion of another episode. I'm sending you a virtual hug and I want you to know I am so proud of you for staying committed to your dreams. It's all possible and it begins with you. If you'd like to discover more support, visit marissamorrison.net where I have created opportunities for you to connect, expand, and to evolve into your greatest potential. Until next time, friend, 
I'm thinking of you and sending you all my love.